Hello again, everybody. This is Dan Clauser, president of the Big Vision Foundation, and welcome back to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. Joined again this week with uh, fellow author, Matt Shaner. Matt, thanks for coming back. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So last week we were talking uh, a lot about your book, The Glass Jar City, uh, the stories from the fight to save Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, made a lot of really good points in that story. Um, you know, and just want to kind of continue that conversation because I think it is something that's, you know, that's very important. Um, to our community, um, you know, and like I said last week, you know, Big Vision Foundation, um, you know, we want to be a huge positive influence on our community. I mean, we, uh, with what we do with our tournaments and that sort of stuff, I mean, we're bringing in, you know, figures provided to us from the Visitors Bureau between 5 and $7 million a year through our tournament events, teams coming in from all over the Mid-Atlantic region, um, you know, and that's just one way that we can help um, obviously we want to help by, you know, being able to influence young people, um, you know, and making them understand the importance of being involved in the community and giving back. Um, you know, so, you know, the book in and of itself is very intriguing to me. Um, you know, I jumped right away at the opportunity to be part of it. Um, you know, just like you said, the way we connected through LinkedIn and stuff, uh, what was one of your reasons why, I mean, you didn't really know a whole lot about our organization, but why did you think it was important to have, um, you know, our organization as one of the features in the book? Absolutely. Baseball has always been important to me. It's been a sport that my grandfather played and my dad played and I played. And my son, coincidentally, who is seven going on eight, plays and takes lessons with you, which I appreciate every week. And when I saw that intersection between what you did and being a part of the efforts here with nonprofit work and bringing money into this community and your entrepreneurship and the effort that it took for you to get where you did, you know, I kind of thought here was a perfect storm. You know, we could get together out there and experience everything your complex had to offer and, and have this discussion and see what you're doing even beyond that, as part of the Visitors Bureau, and I know your paths branch out in a lot of different directions, and believe, you know, in a sense, you're just starting to see this new push with tourism here with the hotel on Penn Street, Absolutely. and, you know, Craig Poole's doing an excellent job there. I had a chance to have lunch with him at the peanut bar and, and hear his side of what he's doing, and, you know, you're going to see this push, and people are going to start coming in here in greater numbers and greater volume as you know that hotel really digs in its foundation you know and i think it's all tied together with what you do you know in a sense you started the ball rolling with the amount of teams you bring in and the work you do and you know you just go out there all you have to do is visit i mean anybody that hears this conversation take a drive out visit one time see a tournament on the weekend go to one of your charity breakfasts you know you can see there's still wonder with kids whether they're 7 17 you know wh- whatever team they play on you still see the magic of the game you know and in a sense that is what you capture along with doing a positive social work that you do so you know it definitely was a very valuable part of this story as yeah. it is with all these contributors you know i appreciate everybody especially you that took the time to talk to me so all right so we're we're excited to be involved with it without a doubt um, you know, one thing I want to talk about a little bit, and we, we touched on it already, you know, about just our complex in general and how it's a bit of a sanctuary, um, you know, and, and one of the things I feel we can have a, a larger impact, again, is getting some kids from the city out there to experience that because it's a world of difference between, you know, Buttonwood Street 
and the Big Vision Sports Complex. And I want to kind of just relate, uh, you know, to back in the summer when uh, you were kind of going through a difficult time when uh, your pastor was actually in, a, in an accident um, and lost his, uh, his wife and eventually lost his leg. And, you know, we were doing a lesson and we were just talking about the, you know, again, the sanctuary that is that facility and, you know, how it was, you know, helping you go through that morning. So if you just want to talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Uh, one of the interviews that I was able to do was with Pastor Brian Cuck at Glad Tidings, which is our home church. Uh, my wife and I have been going there for about eight years or so. Just after we moved up here, we started attending. And this past summer, uh, he was hit by a drunk driver. Him and his wife lost his left leg. His wife died at the scene of the accident. It really it shook us up. Uh, I was able to interview him before the accident. He talked a lot about what the church was doing and the impact in the community and how he didn't want to be known just as the big church. He wanted Glad Tidings to be the church that's making a difference. And I remember the day it happened, you know, my wife rushed into where I was getting dressed for work, just hysterical and upset. And it really was a shock to hear what happened. You know, we had gone to the church that night for a prayer service, and there was roughly three to 4,000 people at the prayer service, shoulder to shoulder, all races, all groups, you know, other clergy members, you know, and kind of got the glimpse of what it could be, you know, what this whole thing could be when we get there. And was able to go out to see you the next day and have a lesson. And there was definitely something therapeutic and uh, there's going to be the romantic side of the writer coming out. But, you know, in, in the breeze that was cutting across that day and, and seeing my son hit baseballs in just the repetition, you know, there's something with it that when you're stuck and you're, you're hurt, you know, whether this is a, a kid in the center of Reading or in a 30-year-old from outside of Reading, you know, whether whatever you're in the midst of, whatever storm it is, there's something in the repetition of the game and in the complex and was able to go out there and kind of help to work through it. And it was something that will always stick with me. It was kind of a very surreal summer. Uh, my grandmother passed away that summer about a week or two after the accident. And uh, it was really a passage, you know, and in a sense, the game's all about passage. And it was great to get out there and have my son with me and, and be able to experience that. And Brian is back. You know, he's he's healed up. He's preaching again. And we've been blessed to see that recovery and, you know, and learn from it. And it really was symbolic. I mean, there was this tragic fall and this unity, people coming back together and a chance to get rebuilt with more passion and, and fire and conviction than ever before. And in a sense, that's what's needed you know Reading has gone through a fall and I think will make its way back up it's going to be difficult but it can happen you know and it's going to take effort to break through things but you know I think it will happen in time yeah I agree I think it's uh you know it's definitely not a lost cause by any stretch of the imagination you know you'd mentioned Craig Poole he's a partner of ours mm. um you know and there there are a lot of people who are pulling you know in the same direction and it's still you know, I mean, it's an uphill battle. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, but I do think that, uh, you know, it can be done and it, it will happen, um, you know, where we can get, get uh, you know, the city back. And, you know, from a tourism point, you know, I mean, some of the stuff we're doing to bring people in, um, 
you know, the people we talk to from New York and New Jersey, I mean, they love coming here. Um, you know, they they love the city. They love the county. They love our restaurants. They love our scenery. Um, you know, so it, it's it's refreshing, you know, for us because, again, you do hear a lot of, you know, negativity out there, you know, from, again, the, the mm-hmm. guy in Why Missing or the guy in West Lawn or, you know, talking down on the city and not really understanding it but we we've got so much to offer here in this area Mm -hmm. um you know and i think our complex is definitely one of those things and you know we uh you know we're really you know trying to reach out there and you know get people from the community involved to understand Mm -hmm. um you know again you know that facility has been there for you know going on close to 30 years Mm -hmm. and it's really an unknown it's a diamond in the rough um without a doubt you know and i think the more people can get out can get out there and experience that tranquility mm-hmm. you know whether there's a you know million baseball and soccer and softball games <laughs> going on at once or mm-hmm. you know it's still like you said all that stuff can kind of get tuned out to an extent so mm-hmm. um you know we're definitely hoping more and more people see that. And again, getting kids out from the city, mm-hmm. um, you know, we still have an outreach where we, you know, we're always looking to get city teams to play in our tournaments and, sure. you know, again, to see how thankful they are to be out there is, uh, you know, very rewarding for us. Um, you know, but what are some of the other, uh, you know, stories that really stick in your mind from the, the people you interviewed? You know, it was it was a fascinating journey, you know, sitting at Mercy Pregnancy Center and talking to Sherry, who's the director, and hearing about families that come in, complete age ranges from teenage to 40s to in-between to young men to young women dealing with pregnancies that may have been unplanned or unexpected, knowing... You know, I, I think you kind of have a misconception. You know, you're outside of Reading and you kind of think, hey, this is what it is. And then when you go in, you talk to people like Sherry and you understand you have no concept of what it is. You know, you don't know what it is to see a family of five kids with one winter coat that sends one kid to school per day of the week because they have one winter coat and they're just passing it from one to the next to the next to the next. You know, you go to Hope Rescue Mission on Thanksgiving or Christmas, and that's something I recommend for anybody to do, to go out and see these meals get served, even if it's not a holiday, even if it's a Thursday night. You know, go and and sit in a chapel service, see these guys get fed. Uh, I had a chance to interview a young man there and told me a story of dealing with, you know, getting thrown out of a home and dealing with struggles and addictions and just how thankful he was to have a place to go. I mean, you don't get it i think until you sit there and one thing craig Poole coincidentally said to me is that you know he would go to businesses and sit at counters and talk to business owners and people and at the end of our interview he said you know my seat will be open tomorrow and i think that's a great image because he's right you know the seat that he occupied to take the time to have the conversation it is open tomorrow it's open the minute he gets up and walks away it's right. the question is just who's going to take it you know it can sit vacant for years it can sit vacant for five minutes we just need people to step up and walk in and care. I mean, empathy is the bridge. That's that's the big story. Whether or not we can build the bridge to get people to be empathetic and to come in and hear the stories that are here. You know, there's valuable culture here. There's valuable countries represented in all parts of this city. 
You know, I, for about six months, I worked at the Children's Home of Reading as a sub in their alternative school and, you know, got a chance to talk to kids from the city and, and all over the place in Berks County. And it just broke my heart on, on many levels because you just, you know, you think your life is hard and then you talk to people and you realize, my goodness, I, you know, these are things you only think you see in movies. Right. But it's here, you know, and there's good people fighting to make it better. And I, and I think that's the key. And that's anything that'll stick with me is just the stories and the power from the stories from men and women that have large resources to invest here to people that are just frontline making it a day at a time. You know, we're all in it together. We're all pulling the same direction. Like you said, starting to pull the same direction right. and good things can happen. And really it changed my life as a writer beyond, you know, it expanded my vision beyond what I had to really see and get and and understand the value that's here you know i kind of started with a pebble and ended up with a mountain at the end of it right you know right. and that's the goal of any good story i think absolutely well, i'm i'm uh so i'm fascinated by it i can't wait to uh to read all the stories in the book and uh you know really can't wait to you know be able to continue to witness the change that's happening here and um you know, it really comes down to one of the things, uh, one of our, uh, the Visitors Bureau, uh, through one of our strategic planning sessions, um, gentleman said to us, you, you really have to have cathedral thinking. And, you know, it's really talking about working for something that you may not ever see the end result of, but yet continuing to work for it. And, uh, you know, who knows how long it's going to take, but, uh, you know, we're excited to be a part of it. I think it is something that can can change. Um, hopefully, the you know the book is a catalyst <laughs> again to help spark that change. And uh, you know, I mean, I for one, thank you for uh, you know for doing the work to to get it out there and tell the stories of a lot of these people. And um, again, we're just about out of time. But any last things you want to add about the uh, the book or the journey? No, I just you know thank you for bringing me in here and. My goal is that, you know, from the beginning was that the words and the stories put together would make a difference. So if, if one person can read it and get hope to get up tomorrow, whether a teacher in Reading School District or a charity worker or somebody who's just fighting to survive the next day, if they can check it out and get some hope, then I'll consider it a success. So, I mean, that's, that's the goal, just to shine some light. You know, if I can get some light out there, you know, then it's a victory for me. So I'll Absolutely. take it. Absolutely. So, uh, again, last week you mentioned it, but the uh, the website address, just so people can go check it out. Yes, right now uh, our website for the book is under construction, should be out in two, three weeks. And if people want more information, they can go to my blog, www.p356writing.com. That's the letter P is in Paul. And there is a page there with some initial information. And in about two, three weeks, the actual book website and author website will be up and running. So again, it's www.p356writing.com. And you can find out some information and some stories from this journey and some information going forward as the book comes together. And uh, I know you don't have a hard release date yet, but roughly when will we see the book? I am going to say about a month and a half. Right now I'm working with a company to get the website built. should be around six weeks or so. And uh, it should be a soft rollout. And at that point, I'll be up and running. Excellent. All right, folks, uh, be sure to uh, order your copy of The Glass Jar City. And uh, for more about the Big Vision Foundation, check us out at bigvisionfoundation.org.